Hi everyone, and welcome to Versus Mode, where we answer gaming's toughest questions one beer at a time. I'm Brian. And I'm Chris Bellucci. Well, what we do on the show is we take two similar things from the gaming world, and we have them square off against one another to answer the age-old question of, which is better? And today, we have a very special guest, one of our fellow staff members from Spawn First. It's Logan Moore! Hey. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Logan, thank you for coming you on. No problem. Well, it's it's an honor. It is an honor, sir. Yeah, the honor is on our side. <laughs> honor oh, yeah. and a privilege. The pleasure mm. is in my pants. Buzzing! Easy now. Uh, <laughs> Easy now, big guy. All right, Chris, <laughs> don't make me leave already. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, well, Chris comes uh, on a little strong, but uh, I think it's the it's the red. You don't line. get. You never get used to it. I was gonna say you get used to it, but you never get used to it. Yeah, yeah it's the. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about him already. Andre, <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna be good friends, forced but good yeah. friends. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, <laughs> I blame I blame the wine that I'm drinking. I unfortunately do not have any beer. Um, something about Ooh. court order, not allowed to drink anymore. Wine is a loophole. Anyway, um, I have three girls. It's called three girls, which apparently is spectacular oh and not easily found. You big, you big manly man, you. I thank you very much. <laughs> yes, it's got quite an oaky flavor to it. Mm-hmm. What are you guys drinking? Uh- what are you guys I drinking? Team money bags. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do you got, Brian? Um, so anyway, I'm drinking. Uh, I'm drinking this beer that I picked up. Uh, actually, it was a wonderful little brewery. And uh, if anybody's near Smithfield, North Carolina, uh, it's Double Barley Brewery. Great place. Lovely people. Uh, and I'm drinking their greatest name ever, Thrilla and Vanilla. Porter. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. It's, oh my god. It's it is one of, if not the best vanilla porter I've ever had. Mm. It's silky tonight, smooth. Tonight I'm sticking with the the Ice Mountain 100% natural spring water. That's what I got. Going nice. <laughs> that seems like a favorite for everybody who comes on the show that we forget. All the, all the guests drink water. Drink you guys get you guys get wasted, and all the guests stay sobered <laughs> exactly. up. To keep the podcast well, going. Exactly what happens. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be. I for some reason the name. I was like, oh, he's drinking natty ice. Like <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> I will say, uh, dang it! I wanted to tell you, Brian. I had a beer the other night. Um, I can't remember what it's called, and for good reason, it was 13.5%. Woo! Yeah, and like I had that, and then a couple other friends had beers, and they're like, oh, we gotta leave, and they just left their beers, and I was like, alright, I'll take them. Um, (laughs) You're that kid finishing off leftover beers at a party. Dude, it's free. Well, not at a party, that's weird, but like at a restaurant, I'm like, this is free beer. It's free, and more or less, 90% of the time, pretty good beer. It is. I had like an unfiltered wheat beer that yeah. was like it had like a buttery taste. It was really weird, but really good. Interesting. Yeah, we could go on. Chris, I haven't Logan. known you very long, but you might have a drinking problem. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, then you you haven't you haven't talked to me enough. Yeah. Yeah, bro. <laughs> you guys might need some help. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm the one with the drinking problem. Next week, I'm going to call you guys into this podcast like a. 
Alcoholics Anonymous meeting. <laughs> Some people call <laughs> it a problem. I call Logan's it a like, yo, Brian, I ha- Brian, Chris, <laughs> we ha- we have this new podcast that we're starting. Uh, I want you guys to come on first episode. <laughs> we sign on, guys. This is this is an intervention. Uh, you know, we all really care about you. Your your writing starting to slack. I don't need this shit. <laughs> you know, you don't know what you're you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I only drink when I want to. Why do you think we have our hour show? We were like, let it make, let's make it okay to drink. <sighs> That's why we wiggled that into uh, one of our rules. Yeah. Well, Logan, if you had to pick, anyway. if you had to pick a beer to drink, what would you pick? That's a good question. I don't know. I honestly like, don't let's know. Let's say we had given when you that. I've, I've never, I've n- honestly never drank a beer. I've, Never drank a beer before. What the fuck, <laughs> Logan? Uh, that's, who that's let you fine. on the I show? That. I respect that. <laughs> I know. I broke. I broke rule number one or two or whatever you want to. Whatever rule it no, is. No, rule number one is don't talk about versus mode. Except <laughs> okay. do talk about versus mode with everybody. <laughs> yeah, like post that everywhere. Yeah, ex- actually, the exact opposite of don't talk about versus mode. Please, <laughs> for the love of God. Second rule of versus mode is don't listen to rule number it. one. <laughs> <laughs> second rule is jk well that's cool now i'd have friends that have never drank before and i'm like good for you like <laughs> you, are, you have more willpower than i do yeah because right. i have zero willpower oh geez brian yeah you need yep. to go to <laughs> yep i mean it's killing me right now i actually just finished my glass of uh the thriller and vanilla and i'm aching to just get up and go get another one but we're, we're already going i can't turn back now yeah so Too let's late. let's get things rolling then shall we yeah how the show yeah, works sure. chris's favorite part <clears throat> yeah. come on you can do it oh god kill me <laughs> it's like a monologue i hate monologues how the show works is <laughs> how the show works is that we take we have three questions. We have three questions that we're going to ask each other that we thought up ahead of time. Uh, these t- questions are typically either or kind of questions. For example, who is the better brother, Mario or Luigi? So what happens is that Brian and I, and also Logan, we have, since we have a guest, uh, the three of us have chosen our either or. We chose which one we want to argue. We're going to count down three, two, one. We're all going to shout out at the same time our answers, and then we will argue why, what we chose and why. And we're going to try and persuade the others to join our side. That was perfect. It's getting better. That's much better. It's, it's, still, it's still a little... It just it feels dry. I want it to... I... But, it, but it makes so much like... Logan totally understands how the show works now. Whereas the past couple episodes, I don't know if I knew how the show worked by the end of what you were talking about. <laughs> and also, also you would ramble and it would be like, okay, get this guy, that little, you know, the cane hook or whatever from like the cartoons to pull people <laughs> off the stage. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's literally how that went down. I just, I wanted, I just, yep. Okay. But so <laughs> Logan, you get it though. It makes sense. I think I think I can I think I can handle it. Yeah. <laughs> but did did you feel wooed by it? Like, did you feel like ooh, or were you just kind of like, all right, this is great. He's reading the directions. I mean, yeah, it was pretty much the directions of how the podcast works. 
but but you did a great job with it. You, I mean, I mean, Chris, I mean, that's the best instructions I've ever heard to how a podcast works. You're just saying that. You're just trying to get me to blush. (laughs) Oh, no, no, it was that good. It was that good. (laughs) That was from the heart. I can, I could tell. (laughs) Well, thank you, you little, you little sailor, you. You're really making me want to come back to this podcast next week, aren't you? <laughs> Logan's just going to hang up halfway through. He's just like, all right, I've had this. I would- this, is a, this has gone on for way too long. Yeah, it's going to be three, two, one. There I go. <laughs> all right, well. I'm not allowed uh, to drink wine. Chris, you want to read the first one? Yeah, so... um. I just want to tell this because I thought it was a great video. There's a YouTube video called Haloid, um, spelt kind of like a combination of Halo and Metroid. Um, it's actually it's a pretty fun uh, YouTube video to watch. Uh, just don't watch the last two minutes of it. Just don't. Um, but anyway, in it, Master Chief and Samus fight. So the question is, who do you think would win in a fight? Master Chief from Halo or Samus Aran from the Metroid series. So who would win in a fight? The Master Chief, John 117, or Samus Aran? I'm ready when you guys are. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, stipulation. Can Samus have those dark Samus powers or whatever from the later games? Um, then the fight might be a little bit different. I'm going to go with no. Like just uh we'll say we'll say from We'll just we'll just pick one game and we'll say Master Chief from Halo One and Samus from Metroid, the first one. Alright, sounds good. Alright, I'm ready. Let's do this. I think I'm ready too. Alright. Chris. Three <laughs> two Yes. <laughs> uh shoot, guys, you, I think our Yep, you cut out. We're losing you. I was just going to say, I think our audio is going. Don't you die on me. Can you hear me? Oh, I can hear you. Okay. Chris, maybe you're just really drunk. Yeah. Too much wine. Possibly. I think he spilt, uh, you know what happened? He spilt the wine on his computer. His computer's glitching out now. Guys, real quick, I'm just going to ask you a quick question answer as fast as possible. Two plus two is? Four. Four. Okay, I think we're back. Um, Uh, Anyway, (laughs) Master Chief... (laughs) <laughs> is what I would have picked. <laughs> I would have picked Master Chief too. Yep. Guys, Chris? it's Samus. It's Samus or oh. what? Oh my god. This no is way. not even a contest. Are you kidding me? I'm sorry. Does does Master Chief have a freaking cannon attached to his arm? I'm sorry. Is Samus uh biologically enhanced to become the most amazing super soldier of all time? Does Samus Aran have a freaking shield that regenerates? Does Samus Aran have Cortana, who I don't know how that would help in a fight, but <laughs> she doesn't need it's a it. thing. That's the thing. She doesn't need Cortana. So? It's features. No, I mean, she, let me let me ask you this. When when uh doing when jumping, who yeah. does 20 flips? How does that help in a fight? What? It does it just shows sheer power. Samus does twenty flips when she jumps. Have you seen Have you seen the Master Chief jump in Halo One? Are you kidding me? That dude has a twenty foot vertical. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't do flips. The guy's not acrobatic. <laughs> doesn't matter if he's acrobatic. He's got, he can play for the NBA. 
he's like eight feet tall and he can jump about 15 feet into the air. That's, yeah. that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Sam was gonna do Plus, the same. She's got a freaking cannon. The chief wouldn't get close to her because she the would chief just blast him can away. flip an elephant, not the animal, mind you, the actual vehicle. You learned about that from me. <laughs> no, I I forgot about the elephant, but then I remembered again. <laughs> you were reminded by me. Yes, yesterday. <laughs> but Sam that's neither bring- here nor there. He can still do it. <laughs> I'm just keep bringing up. Go ahead, Chris. I'm just saying that Samus doesn't need. She's a bounty hunter. She's on her own. You know, so? where Master Chief is like, I'm part of the UNSC and I'm going to need some backup and ODS troopers. And I used to be and part of the And how many times have they oh, helped? Give me a break. He's almost alone in every Halo game. Exactly. He gets no and, and the ODSTs that are with him are only good at getting killed. Yeah, they're They're, like they're a distraction, though. Exactly. It's still a distraction. Samus yeah, and then has all no distraction. All those ODST soldiers then turn into the flood that he has to then kill along with all the covenant yeah. that he was already exactly. fighting. So, but yeah. oh yeah, that's the Master Chief thing. is so strong that it's just like uh, you know he just kind of like flicks them in their. The dead. chief, the chief is taking on two alien races at once. Samus is taking on like a million. She doesn't know what she's fighting. Space pirates. You got the Metroid. You got the uh, all the other little guys that are just. Living on the planet, trying to kill you. <laughs> All what the other little to guys. do, Basil? Doesn't matter who she's fighting. Who would win in a fight? It's Master Chief. No question. It's Sam- it, first off, it was a question because we asked it. Second off, it's <laughs> Samus. Okay, so she's got the cannon for an arm. That's yeah. pretty awesome. I'll give her that. But the chief is biologically enhanced to be amazing. He has a, he can dunk on like the tallest rim in the world. All right, that <laughs> I don't know fight. where that no, would actually on. come into play. If twenty play. flips, if twenty flips don't help in a fight, then dunking does not help in a fight. Oh, dunking helps in a fight. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he picks her up and then slams her down. Boom. That's two points. And you know, to go with your argument of uh, the shield. I mean, it depends on how many energy, how much energy you have for Samus. I mean, she can have up to like six hundred health and stuff like that. Like that is, she's fought like Ridley. I'm just saying that she has done a lot more, in my opinion. Where Master Chief is like, let's blow up a ship that kills everyone. She's like, I'm gonna go fight the threat directly. Um, the, the chief fights the, the threat. Yeah, Isn't the it? chief does yeah. fight the threat directly. He fights a buttload of them. I mean, why does just be because well, no, Samus like he fought doesn't, one, he doesn't one fight. giant monster versus the chief's ten trillion giant enemies? Like I, it, it, I don't see why fighting one giant enemy makes you better. And the chief blew up like she didn't fight one. See, giant he's blown up. He's bunches. blown up two rings. He's blown up high charity. Um, he's saved the earth. And repelled a covenant attack because he's kick ass. Do, do you know um, what's going on? That's just, Samus did the same with the Metroid. Plus, uh, she going off with your um, enhanced. Samus is infused with um, Chozo DNA, which gives her a resistance to foreign environments. If you take Master Chief's helmet off in a foreign place, suck a dead. See, so? Master Chief's helmet hasn't come off except for one time in the entire series, so I don't think that's really in danger of happening. What? It's yeah. happened twice. 
Oh, okay. Oh, and another <laughs> thing. Master Chief, beginning of Halo 3. Master Chief fucking fell to Earth and gets up like nothing happened. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And he didn't want Samus fall saying, to Earth. You keep saying that Samus Never! got a cannon for an arm, which is cool and all, but that's only one weapon. Think of all the weapons Chief has. You got the that's energy true. sword. You got dual wielding anything. The Needler. The Needler alone could probably destroy Samus. She so. can get an ice beam. She can freeze him in his tracks with the ice beam and then wave beam his ass if she wants to. Do a charge That's shot. That's got... assuming that Master Chief let her get that close. Um, I've seen to remember there's, there's a, a ranged weapon. sniper rifle. There's the one shot. There, or not the one shot, the the uh, the beam rifle, whatever the one, the, the Promethean one from Halo 4. Binary rifle? One shot. Binary rifle. Whatever. Binary. Whatever. <laughs> You're um, telling me. There's the Covenant sniper rifle thing, too, which I'm also forgetting the name of. The beam rifle? I think that one That's is the That's the one. <laughs> is the beam rifle anyway. the You don't even know what weapons you're referencing. <laughs> Doesn't matter. The point is that he has them. <laughs> he, he he has the range. You and you mention- yourself stated last episode that range is better. I went. I you, just said she I has got the you. range. She has I the range with her. got you. No, if she shoots it out of his hand because it can be let go out of his hand. She can't let go of her. It is attached. He can't shoot it and have it like fly out of her hand. So? Why is he going to try to shoot her out of her hand? Just shoot her in the fucking head. She's not going to let that happen. <laughs> She's going to see the Master Chief from hundreds of meters away. This is what's killing me is that it's like you use those examples. Like, what about the Spartan laser? There's your weapon of mass destruction. I don't know why you're not. Oh, yeah. I didn't even have to touch on that. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, thanks. the other ones are just sniper rifles. I mean, she's got her so? visor. Her visor Binary- can... Her visor has like X-ray. She will find Master Chief no matter. Chief has a visor too. She can she can scan Master Chief and get information off of him and who he is and things. Don't help him, Logan. Exactly, (laughs) exactly. And then she will know his. I'm not helping him. I'm saying the visor. The visor is lame. All you ever do with the visor is scan something that tells you like two or three sentences about what the thing is. Tells you how to attack the threat. Oh man. Oh, so it's Navi. He has. She she has Navi. Oh, hey, you, hey, don't, you, don't you get upset with Navi. You just told, you argued Cortana. You were arguing that Cortana was crucial to the Master Chief winning a fight. And now I mentioned her visor and it's like, oh, that's Navi. Whatever. That's <laughs> neither here nor there. The point is, Master Chief would win. Yeah, this, this then- is apparently no one's gonna sway to anyone's side. No. Not even, I am not budging. This is, this is so, so straightforward. Chris, Master Chief would win, and then he would stand over her dead body and say some really cool And teabag it! And he would away. teabag her! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, oh my God. Samus oh my would God. shoot him down, and then she would curl up in a ball, in her morph ball, and just lay bombs on top of his body, and then just jump on top of it by bouncing up and down using the bombs. And then he would pick her up in the ball and go dunk her. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, because he's he's got that vertical dough. <laughs> that's dead that's how it comes into play. Though. She'd curl up into her ball and he'd just dunk her. <laughs> Game over. Master <laughs> Chief. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would call that Samus's point because she was the ball. <laughs> <laughs> 
Next question. This is ridiculous. <laughs> oh, oh my Where's Gerard? <laughs> it was the dumbest fight, or the best fight. I can't decide. That was... <laughs> oh my god. Uh, was that how the Haloid voice? Hey Lloyd video went. He just picked I her up. I think the exactly ball and like at the that. Very end. No, they actually they actually team up. Oh, that's uh, disappointing. Because I was kind of hoping that the she would curl up into a ball. Chief would dunk over Michael Jordan to win the NBA Finals. <laughs> that's that's how I see that. <laughs> or 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 dunking over uh, the Monstars. The Monstars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then getting a high five from Michael Jordan afterwards. <laughs> and getting a beer That's with Bill Murray. Bill Murray. <laughs> yeah, and they go back and play golf with Bill Murray. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> uh, do you want me to read this one? <laughs> I'll read this one. Fine. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, so graphics have come a really, really long way in the past like decade or so. Like it's unbelievable. Um, so I think one of the best questions is um, a lot of the elements have gotten changer or changer better. Uh, so nope, which ones have come? <laughs> yes, they have become much changer elements. Uh, so I guess, uh, and this is a great question, Chris. I tip my hat to you. This is a great question. Oh, um, uh, so which has come farther graphically, uh, water or fire graphics? Or um, uh, and I think I'm ready for this one. I yeah, I'm definitely ready. Yeah. Um, also, like I'm... the physics therein. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, I should, yeah. Should have mentioned that. Like when someone gets lit on fire, or when you like jump into water, that sort of thing. Like watching yeah. something burn. Hmm. All right. I am definitely ready. Yeah, I think I'm ready too. Alright. Alright, ready? Three, two, one. Water. 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 Physics. Absolutely. Yep. Thank you guys. Alright. Well done. Um, yeah, it's absolutely water. Uh, I mean, if anybody, anybody has played uh, Assassin's Creed 4 yep, on yep. PS4, that was my first thought. Or Xbox One, I mean, the ocean looked phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just holy shit, phenomenal! Like un unbelievable. Um, and I feel like uh, was it Assassin's Creed three or was one of the Batman Origins? So these are pretty recent games. I saw a two dimensional fire. Oh like, yeah, was... no, that's still going on. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I've seen it, that. It's it's disappointing to say the least. It is very disappointing. <laughs> um. I mean, I think smoke's gotten better. The smoke coming off the fire actually looks yeah. pretty good. Yeah, did you guys play the new Infamous? That was the kind of the benchmark I was thinking of for a new fire and smoke physics. Uh, uh, that game, I mean, that game's graphics were incredible all around, but yeah. the smoke powers in it and stuff were, I mean, that was probably the highlight of the game, actually. To me, at uh, least, graphically. Yeah, um, I mean, Chris and I don't have PS4s, uh, but I mean, (laughs) yeah, I just need to hit the lottery real quick. I mean, once, once, yeah, I mean, if you guys ever get around to playing it, then you'll see what I mean, but I mean, it looked, it looked like a tremendous game, Yeah, and I I really do want to play it, it's just, uh, I went with the Xbox One. Well, another thing Um, is, um, like, and I know, uh, this kind of bugs me, and I guess it's just like one of those things, but like in Assassin's Creed, 
like the ripples, everything looks really good. Like, and especially if you walk, I think in like at waist deep water, he starts to kind of like drag his hands a little bit. Yeah. And it looks really yeah. cool. Um, the only thing is like when things go into the water, that splash still yeah. needs work. Um, yeah. but I mean, again, That's like you said, true. in comparison that to splash fire, is always the same size. Yeah. <laughs> but like in comparison to fire where it's like 2D, like they just, I guess it's that whole idea of that, uh, fire. It's like, it's not really, I don't know the word I'm looking for. It's just, it's, is odd, but like translucent. Like you can see through it and that sort of thing. Like there's no. You can see through water too. Well, I mean, like there's no like set beginning and end to fire. It, I think what you're trying to say is it's very dynamic. That too. Yeah. Yeah. It's dynamic. Yeah. That's, it's just like, um, it's very ghostly, I guess is a term I would use. Yeah, like, yeah. Water is like there's a hard start and then it's water, a hard stop. Yeah. But fire is just kind of like it's just in this area in a very gaseous state. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah no, I agree. Uh, and I, I think another thing for water too is uh, rain. Rain in some of the uh, yeah. Um, like yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I mean, Logan, you have watchdogs too. Um, and yeah. uh, it started raining when I was uh, just roaming around Chicago. Looked tremendous, like absolutely tremendous. It was one of the best uh, rain simulations, I guess. I've I've seen in a video game in a long time. It it looks awesome, and well, also I I think in Heavy Rain too, on the PS3 that looked yeah really heavy good. yeah that was that looked great. Uh, what is it? Uh, also another one that had fantastic water physics and graphics is um the Bioshock series. They just yeah. had, they had such a good yeah. job at like kind of like showing things that were like wet, giving it that shiny texture. Um, yeah. and the floor always looked like really kind of wet too. Exactly. I mean, like, that, that really didn't have to do so much with the water physics as, you know, the lighting and everything like that. But I mean, and it, it was water, so I guess it counts. Yeah. And wouldn't water kind of like splash up onto your HUD screen, kind of like around your like, and you get like the range. Yeah. Right? That was, yeah, that yeah. was, uh, I think that was in two when, uh, you That's were the two. big daddy. Okay. Yeah, I knew it was in one of them. Yeah. But, but yeah, no, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I would also like to give a shout-out, though, to one game that I thought had pretty darn good uh, fire physics imagery. Really should figure out the word to use. Um, was <laughs> Resident Evil 4. They actually did fairly a fairly good job with it. That I, Like, I remember staring at it and being like, this is really good. <laughs> like, this looks like real fire. I'm trying to think of like one that I would say would be a good fire, but I can't really. Nothing's really coming to mind. Yeah, I just keep thinking of more water. Like you guys play uh, Uncharted Two and Uncharted Three. I watched my roommate play Three. There's yeah, there's and like that a... actually had pretty good fire too, if I recall from yeah, Three yeah, when actually... that when that house was burning down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually completely forgot about that. Yeah, that's a that's a good set piece moment with the fire. Uh, yeah, I was I was thinking of the. Kind of the one. It's one of the opening missions, I think, where you're on the boat or whatever, uh, like right. a big cruise ship, and it starts sinking or whatever, and the water starts pouring in the ship. That was mm-hmm. that 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 looked really really good, and they've yeah. always done kind of like what you were talking about with the Assassin's Creed. Kind of like he'll start like his hands will kind of start flowing through the water. Mm-hmm. Like you yeah. jump into the water and you start to feel like an extra weight added onto the character, and that stuff's kind of cool. Yeah, damn. Um, <laughs> I think also. Uh... Police Splinter Cell Blacklist, which was the most recent one. Now, I mean, actually, a lot of the Splinter Cell games have always had really good, uh, like rain and water physics. 
Um, I mean, I don't remember when it really you would interact with the water, but I mean, I remember there's a lot of levels where you're going in under the cover of night and it looked awesome. Like these like fishers, hairs like all matted down, like his suits all kind of glossed over because I mean it's it's wet and it looks awesome. It really does. All right, well, I think we've talked this out to its full extent, talking yeah, about, <laughs> talking water about elements. <laughs> <laughs> I love the transition. These last the last question was so heated, and this one was just like, "Yeah, waters, very <laughs> water, artistic and water's very, uh, yeah, it's very <laughs> This kind of goes with the flow. <laughs> um. All right, so Logan, do you, you want to read your me? last one? Yeah, I'll read the last one. Fantastic. All right, so, all right, which racing title is more fun? Mario Kart? Are we doing just... Mario Kart 64, pro- sorry, that Mario was Mario Kart 64? Chris's fault, okay. he should have put 64. I thought it was 64, okay. So Mario Kart 64 or Diddy Kong Racing, both big Nintendo 64 classics, of course, I'm sure we all grew up playing them. Oh my god, did we I ever? know I did. So. Yes, I did. Uh-oh. I'm ready, though. I think we've I... lost Chris. Oh, dang. Chris? No, I'm here. Okay, sorry. It's, hey, uh, I... Chris. Yeah, we lost you. All right. Logan, you want to count us down? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, three, two, one. Mario Kart. Diddy Kong Racing. Diddy Kong Racing. Yeah! Yes. Oh, man. Now i got to defend Mario Kart 64. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. I mean, All you right. could just join us now, and then that way. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not giving. So wait, wait, I'm not giving in. Wait, Logan, hold on. Was your whole plan to just pick the same thing as us so that you didn't have to argue it at all? No, no, no. I'm yeah. fine with arguing Mario Kart, especially with the new one coming out tomorrow. Yeah. I'm, I'm perfectly fine with arguing for Mario Kart. Yeah. I'll say this. Weird how we timed this question, that Mario Kart's coming out tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say this right off the bat about Diddy Kong, though. I'll start with one positive about Diddy Kong. I did like that they kind of had the open world aspect to it. How, Love that. I mean, is Loved it that? that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking yeah. how you could kind of drive into the different areas. It was almost like a... It's almost like a Super Mario 64 type thing, except with kart right. racing. It was cool. I liked how mm-hmm. they did that. Yeah, absolutely. And then that's where it ends, and Mario Kart pretty much owns the rest of the way. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we need to talk about that. Um, I mean, obviously, I love the open world, but I think, obviously, the, the most obvious thing as to why Diddy Kong is so much better is you have the hovercraft. You have mm-hmm. the car. And you have the plane. They gave you so much versatility, and pretty much every level you could, at least uh, when you played through with like your friends, you could pick which vehicle you wanted. So you didn't have to, you weren't stuck that everybody had to be plane or everybody had to be hovercraft. Like you could pick what you wanted and try to decide which is faster. Um, yeah. And I thought that was awesome. Uh, and it gave, it gave so much versatility. And I, I will say one positive. For Mario Kart 64, had way better items. Yeah, way yeah. way better items. I was gonna say, if any of you argue with me about that items, then yeah, you might need to get yourself <laughs> yeah. checked out. I, I will say it was very cool in uh, Diddy Kong Racing that you could, if you got three red balloons, so that's like the rockets. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could get like a or like uh, actually, if you combine two, you get two in a row. You get like an upgraded weapon. You get a third one. You get even more upgraded. And I thought that was really cool. Um, 
But I mean, you can't top the blue shell star power light. Yeah. Uh, I mean, those are iconic. Three, the, the three red shell. Yeah. The three red shells. The three green shells. The mushroom. Yeah, the mushroom was in '64 too, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Yep. Um, I mean, the, those are just so, they're so classic. They're fantastic. Classic, fantastic. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they were just they were awesome. You can't beat that. Uh, but in terms of just like the more fun, I, I honestly think I had more fun playing Diddy Kong Racing. Yeah, I mean, again, I agree that the items were not as good. I really liked. Um, I think my favorite were like the magnets, where I think it was like the you would get like the balloons again. You would charge it up, but it's like the magnets would pull the person closer to you. So it was kind of fun because it didn't really. I mean, it didn't, like, hit them or anything. It just kind of slowed yeah. them down and sped you up. So it was kind of like it brought you closer together. Yeah, uh, yeah it kind of slingshot you almost forward. But, um, yeah, I mean, the items Mario Kart wins. But otherwise, yeah, like, you had the three vehicle choices, which was awesome. And then, like, you could be in the plane and you could see someone driving below you. And you're like, oh, shit. Like, it was just, yeah. it was crazy having that three dimension. Um, and and just I, think kind there of were, like, I think there were more maps, too. Oh, the, I, yeah, I think they probably had way more maps. Um, yeah. Quantity isn't better than quality, though. Mario Kart. That's the maps in The maps in 64, I think, are still the best that the series has ever had, like, by a, by a large margin, too. Like, yeah. anytime, anytime they come out with a new Mario Kart and I see it's got the remakes from 64, then I'm, yeah. I'm pumped. Like, like, we brought up Mario Kart 8 coming out tomorrow. Like, I am pumped to race on... Rainbow Road again. That's oh my be, god! It's gonna be that's so gonna good. be so fun in HD and stuff. Like yeah, like I'm really excited for that. So I th- yeah, I think Mario Kart 64 has the best probably racing maps out of any of them in the Mario Kart series, and maybe out of any racing game ever. Yeah, but I will. So let me say this: I could, I could get beyond that. Is that the the Rainbow Road in N64 was painfully long? Yeah, yeah, it like, was. but that, that was the charm was awesome. of it, wasn't it? Say what? That that was the charm of it. It was so brutal. It was grueling. That's was... why Rainbow Road is it, Road is so well known. It's like every level was probably like a minute to go around the track, maybe even less. And then Rainbow Road, it was like <laughs> you hit three minutes, and you're like, "Where? Well, what lap am I on?" You would pass it. And you'd be like two of three, and you're like, "Gotta be kidding!" <laughs> like, yeah. So I would say like if so, the question being which one's more fun? Diddy Kong Racing for me was more fun because it was Absolutely. just it was a little more crazy and action packed. Um, which one? It was like over like obviously overall doing better. Mario Kart it's still around, uh, even though Rare got sold. That's another yeah. that's another thing to talk about. But <laughs> yeah, I mean Rare. Oh my god! It's Think sad of how many talk cool about awesome games we would have if Rare just kept going. I know. Damn it. Oh my gosh! I don't even want to start this. Banjo Kazooie is probably one of my favorite. Yeah, games I, was, yeah. I, was, I was about I, to say that. Yeah, I grew up on that game, and it makes me deeply sad. Like, I know they came out with the what the one where you build the cars and the that, different that vehicles count. a few years that ago. Does not yeah, count. that 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 sucked. I was I was yeah. very disappointed in that game. Same for uh, Perfect Dark. Perfect Dark Zero was <laughs> not the original Perfect Dark, which was also yeah. very rare. So, um, okay, remind me if I'm wrong, though. Diddy Kong, and now I'll say this up front, I've never been a big proponent of uh, the battle mode in Mario Kart, mm-hmm. but 
I did feel like 64 did it best and I would actually spend a lot of time playing that with my friends split screen or absolutely whatever yeah. it used to be quad yeah. screen back then I guess whatever you want to call it uh, <laughs> Yeah, I would spend I would spend a ton of time playing that with my friends. I'd, I'd say battle mode's gotten pretty weak over the years, but back then that was fantastic. And I don't think Diddy Kong had anything like that, did they? Um, that's not true. They did. Um, they did. Okay. They had, but theirs were kind of more unique. Whereas uh, in Mario Kart, you know, it was just different map, but the same concept where you had to try to get rid of all the balloons. All the balloons. Uh, yeah. In Diddy Kong, I remember one of the mini games was like uh at least enough for like the volcano fire level you had to get your plane swoop down pick up an egg and bring it back to your basket and then other players could steal the eggs out of your basket before your eggs started hatching and they couldn't take it anymore um and that was a lot of fun um, I don't know if I ever played that. Diddy Kong. See, I never owned Diddy Kong Racing, but it was one of those games that I probably rented about every other weekend from Blockbuster when I was about five to six years old. <laughs> Back in the day, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so arguably, I, I you spent more money renting it. on it than you did actually could if you actually bought it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, God, I mean, I definitely don't think it was as iconic as Battle Mode, but I think. I, I know I played the shit out of it. Um, and I think there were other ones, too, where you'd kind of play it sort of like Mario Kart, where I think if you get hit, like, once or twice or three times, maybe, then you're out. Yeah. Um, but I for... Oh God, I just... Diddy Kong was so much fun. I, I can't stand it. <laughs> I will. Say, I I actually have been reading reviews, and apparently, it seems like Mario Kart Eight, the battle mode for it, is not. It just doesn't compare. Is not. It's yeah. not as good. Which is a little upsetting. Heard, I'm like, damn. I heard some people I, talking about it earlier. They said it's like, they said there's actually not like arenas anymore or something like that. They said it's like cut up sections of like the track. I did notice within that. the game, and it's basically just a big. You basically, I've heard every mode basically comes down to two people just running at each other, chucking turtle shells like it's joust or something like that. And then you just, <laughs> Which I'm actually okay with. Though, that actually sounds funny. pretty good, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think we've had a good battle mode since 64. I, yeah, I don't think I, we have either. I can't think of one. No, it was, I think, I think Double Dash had a... Double Dash was possibly the best Mario Kart. Yeah. So funny because it was like, to me, I hated it at first, but then like it very quickly grew on me and I was like, you know what? This is really good. Once you learn how to work the yeah. two player, two player carts and stack your items up yeah. a little bit more and stuff exactly. like that, then it got a little bit more interesting. And that was, was that the first one they, where they started uh, introducing like drifting and stuff like that? Or was... No, could, they had drifting... drift in 64. It just wasn't very well. They did well have now. it in 64? Okay. Yeah, it's, they... It's... In, um... That shows how much I know. For NES, actually, they did. Oh yeah. Also, ne- also not as well known. I don't think I've ever played the Super NES one, actually, which is weird. But those were some good levels. That was interesting because it was just very, for being like two D, it was kind of crazy yeah. too. I mean, I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it played. It looks more almost like more like you're moving the track rather than the cart itself is moving. The cart's almost on a straight path and yeah. you're just kind of moving the track around it. It's, it looks yeah. pretty weird, but yeah. 
Yeah, I, maybe right. maybe it was 64 that introduced it. I'm trying to think. Sorry. Anyway, let me ask you guys about Diddy Diddy Kong Racing though. Which which would you always choose? Would you always choose the airplane, the normal car, the hovercraft? I think I always chose the plane every yep. time without a question of a doubt. Yep, plane. You didn't have you didn't really day. like run into anything, but it was I think it was the slowest of the three, but it was still like I'm not it's running into walls. Like it's very. You just you just felt like you had so much more control than everybody because yeah. you could just look down on everybody and be like, ah, screw you, look where I'm yeah. at. Yeah, so, but then yeah, there's also didn't... like those low, like uh, the I don't know. You had to go through, fly through like a tunnel, and <laughs> nine times out of ten, you hit the wall on the way in. It's <laughs> like no. Yeah, yeah. Turning was difficult, but for like the most part, it's like you weren't weaving on the ground. You were like, all right, yeah. I can just go straight here. <laughs> like, yep. No, I agree. I agree. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think we've talked that through enough. You guys have any last minute comments or? I have one more question about Diddy yeah. Kong. Uh, was it, was that the one that had the elephant and the turban in the hub world? Is that yes. the right game I'm thinking of? Yes. Yeah. He... Yes. Yes. Yep. Yes. Right. He was. That was, that was like, uh, that was kind of like your map or like your, your navy. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. <laughs> But yeah, I thought so. I couldn't. I couldn't remember what game that the, was. The Man. mildly racist elephant. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, Rare was so great back in the day. It's oh, it sucks. Dude, I would, I would kill for another Conquerors Bad Fur Day game. Like, <laughs> I'd just kill for anything good out of that studio that's not related to Connect or Connect Sports well, or something like that. Yeah. Well, I think actually, and this is awesome. Now that. Uh, Microsoft has kind of, I don't know, guess disconnected the Kinect um, ah. and started releasing the uh, X- Xbox One without it. Uh, I think Rare has actually started to rethink their business model and they might actually start going back to like real games. Oh my God, is, yes. Which if they could did that, possibly then... be the greatest thing in the world. I, I mean, mean if... did Rare make that Banjo-Kazooie game a few years back? That it was them, right? uh, I want to say Microsoft Studios might have. I think they like got the rights to it from them. But... Yes, okay. But okay. yeah, that sounds right to me too. Now that I think about it. But anyway, <laughs> now we're just we're just talking about stuff. Um. Yeah. So Brian, do you want to sign us off? Yeah. Um. So that is it, guys. Thank you for listening. Um. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or suggestions for new matchups. Tweet at us at at versus mode show. Um, also, you can subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, and while you're subscribing to us on iTunes, please leave a comment or rate us so other people can find us and they get to listen to our melancholy voices. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that is how I would describe them. <laughs> yep. Uh, also, by subscribing to us on iTunes, uh, it will automatically download uh, the episode to your iPhone. Uh, iTunes library, iPad, iTouch, whatever, um, automatically when we release a new episode. So that's awesome. Uh, also, check us out on Stitcher. Don't know what Stitcher is? Great. Glad you asked. Um, it is an online radio app. Uh, just go www.stitcher.com. Uh, and basically, you can listen to a bunch of podcasts on there. And what's even more amazing is that most businesses don't know about Stitcher yet. So they're not going to be blocked for you at work. Uh, 
And most importantly, uh, go check me, Logan, Chris, and the rest of the Spawn First team on, well, Spawn First. Uh, we, we do a bunch of uh, news articles, previews, reviews. We got a bunch of cool stuff coming up for E3. We're actually sending somebody to E3, which is totally awesome. Um, yeah. I'm working on my Watch Dogs yeah. review. Logan's doing a review of, I forget which game, but he's doing something. Super Chris Force. That one. Uh, Chris is going to be doing the Mario Kart 8 review once it comes out tomorrow. That's what's up. And it's going to be awesome. Uh, so once again, for the latest news, previews, and reviews, head on over to spawnfirst.com and become fully immersed in the gaming world. Woo! And guys, yeah. that is it. Logan, thank you so much for coming on. Thank it was an absolute Logan. pleasure. Thank you. Thank no you. problem. Have me back sometime when Chris isn't wasted. <laughs> when his internet's working, when his laptop doesn't suck. Yeah, we'll definitely have you back. But that is it, guys. The show is over. Go in peace and go play some video games. Yeah. Cheers. Bye, everybody. See you later.